0: Yeah, yeah, old school, that's what I'm talking about Listen, this ain't for everybody Some of y'all need to hear this. I know you in the trenches fighting But check it out I'm gonna put it down like this so I can help the saints understand Everything you're going through, is all part of the master plan Or what, you thought cause you got saved everything was gonna be peaches and cream You better wake up, son, don't nothing come to a sleeper, but i drink Same without words is dead, read your Bible, you know what it says don't work, don't eat Blackers don't get fed huh? Yeah, Jesus said He who puts his hands to the plow Looks back the same make fit Some of y'all ain't been in the pictures Five minutes and you about ready to quit I ain't mad at ya I'm just hitting you with the real huh? If you died for me I was still tripping Now how you think that make you feel Check this out Deep game This here's deep Huh some of y'all ain't saw nothing but your study trying to reach up. But after him who's able to position, fall by his glory. Struggle might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now that's one of the sisters prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your look right here and see if the church can relate. fiery plaza to describe you. You say, why you? But your shirt say, what would Jesus do? Why you asking if he ain't trying to do what he's saying, huh? He told you he was going to have tribulations, but you thought he was playing, huh? One minute you tell her how good God is and can't nobody beat the talk. The next minute you back fight so fast, i like you're moonwalking, huh? Oh, yeah, I'm it to myself because I ain't no better. It ain't like I've been following his every word, obeying it to the letter. But we told him. We got to remember that. Regroup. Stay on point. Hey, yeah. Bow down. Confess. Repent. Stay humble. Let him annoy, huh? It ain't easy as I thought it was. I'd be lying if I told you that. But it showed up getting better all the time. Trust me. that's the fact. Ain't never we going through the can't be got God put that on his tongue. Like they said, you can shout now if you want to, because the battle's already won. So while you're going through the valley, don't even shout. You're going to be on top. Cross in the hook line no more again. That's when you don't stop. I know
1: we
2: can make it. We can make I it open well. Yeah, we're going to pump the brakes right there, everybody. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the show. It's your host, Lamont Patterson. This is I Am IMND. And you guys know what today it is. Today is hump day, hump day. You know, um, we made it this far with Big Boy's help upstairs. You know, it's my belief and hope it is yours. You know, we're going to be able to make it the rest of the way because there's a whole bunch of ish going on out there right now. You know, every day you hear something uh, that you didn't hear before. I mean, in your entire life, you know what I mean? Every day, every day is a new day, you know. So we just got to stay positive and hope there will be some change coming, as they say. Well, as, as usual, we got a fantastic show um, lined up for you. Um, got Mr. Billy Ray Rock that's going to be joining us in uh, one second. As a matter of fact, let me see if he's in the building. You know, because some of our stars, you know, they be circling the airport in their private jets and stuff, so it takes them a minute. Billy Ray, are you with us? I'm right here, brother. How you doing, my man? I am. Fantastic today. One of those days I can honestly say I'm too blessed to be stressed. How are you doing? You being safe?
3: I'm being safe, man. Being safe. Uh, you know, gotta keep your spirits up, man. You know, just try to gotta smile through it all, brother. You know, you can't just, uh, you know, you got you gotta keep your eyes open, but you gotta keep smiling. You know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> you
2: got you got to do that. Other than that, you're gonna be sitting around writing blues every day. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> well, everybody, we got Mr. Billy Ray Rock join us and uh African American rock artists and uh if you guys follow the genre, you know, with guys such as Lenny Kravitz uh, you know, Jimi Hendrix, you know, just to name a few. I mean, uh, we really don't have that many that we can just reach back out and say this is our very own. So I definitely want to say, Billy Ray, it's it's a pleasure having you on the show, and I definitely want to get into how has it been for you since it's not that many of you. Well, you know, man, it's 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 kind of funny
3: because I found that in rock, it's very much uh, in some areas of the country, it's a good old boys club, you know. And right. what I mean by that, brother, I mean, a lot of rock bands out there, you know, they don't mind having a brother in the band, you know? Like, that's not a problem. If you got skills, just about any rock band out there will have you. But ask one of them to let you be the lead frontman, and that's when everybody starts choking on their coffee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> um, for me, it was kind of hard because – I'm about being a front man. Of course, I play bass guitar and about 11 other instruments, but I'm trying to be a front man. And there's a lot of bands that just wouldn't have no part of it. They, everybody had a different reason, of course. You know, they're like, "Oh, you you don't really got our sound," or, or you know, we don't really know if if uh, uh, you live close enough to be able to rehearse as much as we like to. Or, or one band actually told me, "You too flashy on stage. You attract too much attention." <laughs> I thought, excuse me, ain't we a band? Are we supposed to get people's attention? Said, well, we don't want that much attention. So, you know, uh, so, you know, it's one of those things, man, but that's why I'm a solo artist, man. They gotta deal with that nonsense. Yeah, hey,
2: look, it's all right you be part of the band, they just don't want you to be the band. <laughs> yeah, pretty
3: much, yeah, you know.
2: <laughs> but actually I, I, I know you turned that into some uh uh some premium gas in your gas tank, stuff like that, all it does is is motivate you and uh, make you actually be all that you can be, really. Oh, hell yeah, man. I mean, you know,
3: look, I grew up listening to rock music, man. You know, way back in the day, you know, I was, grew up in the country, man. We didn't have no 40 different stations to hear. We had one station, and you had to go through America and, and, and the Moody Blues and and you know, and those types of things to get to an Ohio player song, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you had to, you had to wait it out. But you know, when I started coming of age, and there's folks out there like Prince and cats like that man, that that was doing rock. And I was like, man, you know, I wanted to rock. They was doing rock funk. And when I thought about it, brother, I mean, I, every badass long version of every funk tune. Has a kick-ass rock guitar solo. If you go back in the history of R&B, from the Knee Deep, the extended version, Funkadelic, the extended version, you go to Slave, Slide, all those types of tracks. Man, they got rock guitar solos. No matter where you look, you know. Uh, Michael Jackson's Heartbreak Hotel's got a
2: rock guitar solo. If you go right about, down he, the list, didn't he do? Didn't he have a rock and Was that uh, Dirty Diana too? oh he sure did you
3: know he he had one in there so i mean there's rock guitars peppered all over any credible funk r&b dance song and so for me you know the the foundation was laid out you know it was just a question of you know am i brave enough to jump into the rock lane and you know, look, I, and I jump into it, man. I, I do my songs and get out. But I, I'm not trying to do a bunch of rock and roll where people are screaming at each other and tearing up, throwing TVs out the window and that kind of stuff, man. You know,
1: <laughs>
3: I'm more into, a, a, into more of a rhythmic, kind of melodic rock. Like my next single that we're releasing is called "I'm Bringing Rock Back," which is kind of a, it's like a rock groove, uh, but it's definitely you know something that people can kind of digest, you know.
2: Right. So Billy Ray, I understand uh when I was reading some of your stuff that you're originally are out of uh, Texas.
3: Yeah, man. You know, I'm from uh, I'm from uh, Mount Pleasant, Texas, man, a little town about an hour outside
2: of Dallas. And a family grew up there. I'm laughing because you from Mount Pleasant a little ways out of Dallas. I'm from Bonham a little ways out of Dallas. Oh man! And, uh, <laughs> and, and 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 I'm laughing because uh, my choice is for my parents to bring me to California. We had three: either you played music, played sports, or picked cotton. <laughs> so awesome. of course I ended up out here with the music. But you know what I mean. But I did try <laughs> to pick cotton. But I'm just wondering, 'cause down there in the little country that you represented, that you said little country town. I mean, like. Is that where all you you had the chance to really focus and really um, uh, get your hunger for the music? I guess that's where I'm going with this question.
3: Well, no, man. What happened was I, I, we moved away from there when I was just knee-high and just a little boy. Uh, most of my music thirst and focus came after I got to California. So my family, like you, moved out to Cali. And um, I had a brother. Uh, he's still alive, you know, a brother... My brother Freddie, who was a horn player, um, started. He, we had an old house, and he was he was in a room behind my room, and he was always practicing his sax all the time, and it annoyed the hell out of me. Like I couldn't take a nap, couldn't think, and I thought it was the dumbest damn thing I ever heard of. And then one day I was at school, and the band he was playing with played during lunchtime at my junior high school. And I got to tell you, man, every pissant girl I even thought I, like, ran to the stage and lost their mind. I was like, man, I got to learn this music thing, brother. There's, <laughs> <just> something, there's
2: <laughs> I come, obviously I something never, I'm missing. So, listen, listen, how come was that so many of our motivations back then?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, I'm telling you,
2: man, you have to
3: stuff as men we do in life. Is to catch a woman. <laughs> and then when you got one, after you figured out how you can maybe keep her around, then it just becomes a question of, okay, i got to make sure I get my nickels right and get my bank right. That way I can live a life with this woman I worked hard to catch. But, yeah, I, you know, so much of what I did as an adolescent revolved around catching a girl,
2: you know. It is so funny. I'm, I'm I'm laughing, man. This is so funny. This is killing me because I stopped playing a saxophone to pick up a microphone because back then, you know, we had Maceo, you know, we had Sonny oh, Rollins, yeah. And but yeah. we didn't
4: have
2: no we didn't have no Kenny G's, so the horn players wasn't really getting no love to later on. You That's know true. what I mean? So I, That's I put true. down the horn oh, yeah. to get a microphone. I got, grabbed a microphone for the exact same reason. <laughs> Oh man, absolutely! Well, it's funny
3: because I did that same progression. You know, I was like, my brother played the horn, so I learned how to play the sax. And then, well, first I started on the clarinet because I wasn't—I don't want to be acting like I was Calpian, my brother. So yeah, then I went from the clarinet to the trumpet, the trumpet to the sax. Then I picked up the bass guitar because the bass guitar. Well, they look like they're having a lot of fun. The guitar and the the bass. All the ladies are staring at them. And I just work my way to the front of the stage and next thing you know, much like you man, I go give it
2: that mic, man. I this is where the action is. <laughs> like, yep, yep, yep. That so same you know. little feeling boy, walking walking in high school, walking across campus, boy, chest stuck out, boy, and all the little girls. I oh, yeah. was a guy that was singing. Uh, man, oh man, I, yeah. I was I think I was hooked from that point forward, you know. Plus I was already <laughs> taking my music classes, already singing in choir. You know, already singing in church every weekend, so it was kind of like already mm-hmm. there anyway. Yep, yep, yep. No so doubt you, about it, man. Uh, yeah, Billy, you're a multi instrumentalist. So, um, first of all, name all the instruments you play, and then I'm gonna ask you which is your favorite, if there's such a thing.
3: Well, I play drums, drums, the sax. I play uh, the alto sax, tenor sax, soprano sax. I play a little flute. Trumpet, play a little violin, piano um i play um uh, I play uh cello um I play the timbales, um I don't know if I left anything out, but that's about it and in your
2: in your production, we're gonna to get to your music here in a second and play some for our listeners um you produced and played all the instruments on your music? I produced and played
3: all the instruments, man. I've got a couple of songs that I brought some people in. There's a song I did called Time Keeps On. I brought in a good friend of mine named Christopher Holmes. He did the guitar solo on that. Um, on the Get the Funk, which is the hit out now, um, my brother did the sax solo on it. Um, I, I did. The, there's some trumpets in there that I did. Um, to mix in with his sax. I mean, uh, the song, uh, so I mean, I, I do all the production myself, man. I used to, you know, it's funny, man, because when you're in a live band, it's like, I don't know, it's like marrying to a dysfunctional family. And you're constantly having to deal with everybody else's headaches just to accomplish anything. And so, when technology got to a point to where I could make music and not have to rely on, you know, the drummer having a, a baby mama drama or uh, the other guitar player um, picked up a little drug habit and all these kind of things, right. man, I started making my own music. That way I could just worry about me. It's, it's a little frustrating because, you know, before the pandemic, whenever I had a gig yeah, I'd got to go do, Uh, especially when it was rock, it's a rock venue, well, they're wondering if I got a band. I'm like, no, I ain't got no band, man, it's just me. So to them, it feels like some kind of high-tech, like a guy's gonna show up with a keyboard and be a one-man band, you know? And they want, like, a live band. So it it can be kind of a, a stressful kind of thing. I mean, they were talking about doing some gigs over in South Africa. Because to get the funk song is so popular, where I got some calls from some promoters and whatnot. Um, but you know, with this pandemic, but even if the pandemic wasn't happening, for me, I'm not. I'm not. You know, it'll take a minute before I'm motivated to put together a live band to get over there and do this thing. You know, but yeah,
2: you almost have to be a psychiatrist dealing with all the uh, egos, personalities. Oh, pretty and much, yeah. Uh, the baby drama, yep. drama, and everything oh, that's man. along with that, and 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 all like the, the egos is what used to kill me. You know, what I mean, it's just
4: mm. uh, all of that.
2: You know, and I definitely applaud the groups that are still out there today. That's been out there, that's been there together for twenty, thirty years. You know, it's, you know, I guess. Oh, it's amazing!
3: That's, I saw uh, I function at the county fair a couple of years ago, and uh, same guys, Michael Cooper, all those guys. And I was just in awe. I thought, man, the fact that y'all could stick around each other for this long, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That I mean, it's really good and all that, but you know, just the idea that, you know, and I mean, I'm sure they all, you got know, they like each other and all that, but, you know, money can be a motivator, brother, you know? <laughs> yes. Like. Yes. You know, definitely, definitely. Uh, you
2: know, so that's, you know. So, so, how do you feel about this technology in this business? Um, do you think it's been helpful, or do you think it's been a negative thing? Because I know by you being able to produce and and play your own stuff, you don't need as many people uh, as you once did. Have to have each individual person come in and play their parts. So, do you feel like it's been helpful, or do you not? Well,
3: I, I hate to be in the middle of the road, but. It's been uh, oh my God, I think it's not I think it's not been helpful more than it's been helpful, and I explain to you what I mean, man um, the helpful part is it allows folks like me to put music together. It's great, you know, and I don't have to get four of my friends and deal with the stress that we talked about. It's not helpful in many other ways, for example, man. Um, it's not helpful, like, uh, this auto-tune has got everybody thinking they could sing, okay? And it's got rappers thinking they can sing. It's got people who aren't even rappers thinking they can sing. And so, in that regard, that's one way. The other way, it's, it's not helpful. You know, it used to be, if you were a DJ, all you did was play music, that was it. Now, you got DJs, getting nominated for perform for best performance for a Grammy. And, and you know, by well, my nominated. book is, if you're not singing or if your voice isn't on a song, you didn't perform. You may have produced it, <laughs> but you did not perform. And right. I think this technology has got people into that space, you know. Well you don't really have to have much talent um to get anything and the other way I think it's hurt is it's got it's 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 too many i mean it's just an onslaught of everybody's got a song, and it's too many people out there with too much music and because of that um you know the people who have music that's really good, don't get hurt. The bad ones drown out the good ones, okay so I mean, those are a couple ways I think that it's hurt more than it's helped now. the progression of laws is hurt too, in radio. you know when they made it so clear channel a lot of these big cats can buy up all the the little stations. it's made it harder because now, if you're somebody with a great song. You can't go to your local mom-pa radio station and go, hey, I got a great song. Can you listen to it? And you can't have them love it and say, this is a great song, and call their buddy in the next town over and go, hey, man, I got this song you got to hear. Then they call a buddy in their next town over, and, you know, a a couple of months of that, next thing you know, you got to hit. Like, that doesn't happen now. Because when you go to the local radio station with your song, that radio station says, oh, I'm sorry, we're on a satellite, and we're part of the XYZ network. And so, if you want something to get airplay, you got to contact our corporate office in Atlanta. Well, that corporate office in Atlanta is holding to major labels who've got their own kind of, you know, itinerary of artists they're trying to break to the public. So, if you're a little guy, you almost got nowhere to get out there. Now you can go through TikTok memes and YouTube and those types of things, but that's even getting harder because everybody, of course, is loading their songs on there. You know what I mean? So unless you're going to drop, you know, a couple of grand in the Internet promotions or something, you ain't going nowhere. So if you're a guy that's broke that's got a great song, well, it sucks to be you. And that's kind of how it is right now, you know. And I'm one of the fortunate few. i got a great re- representation in MTS management and, and some different people on my side, man, but I've been that nobody before. And it sucks, brother. It ain't fun.
2: Well... No, no doubt, no doubt, because definitely, you know, I look at it on the industry side where, you know, uh, you know there was a time where uh, the A&R people actually went out to hear a band or hear an artist play. Oh, absolutely. You know, not, nowadays, it's all about going online and looking at, um, you know, their views, their likes, their hits, so on and so forth. And then if you stand it up that way, then they'll give it an opportunity. But what about all the great artists and the great singers and musicians that don't get that opportunity because they don't have, you know, the, that team in place?
3: Absolutely. And that's, and that's the thing, man. I mean, you get like, uh, I remember, you know, much like you, when A&R help you out that now I think a situation now where you know because I remember I was a kid and you went to the record store and you know if you did a record you know you went to a record store and you would go I I never did this I was too young my brother used to have their song on sale at the local record store and I remember sitting there thinking man you guys are going to be famous you know and I thought to myself Man, this is kinda cool. They had like a little forty five record that they were they were were able to get the radio record store to carry. Well, the idea back when I was growing up was if you can get your stuff in record stores all over, you made it. That was it. You you then you could start figuring out what mansion you're gonna move into or whatever.
4: <laughs>
3: well nowadays you can do that and still not get anywhere. I mean, you can have a song out, and it could be available everywhere anybody want to look to find it. Now the big deal is, can you get your song to mainstream radio? You know? Terrestrial radio. I get a lot of phone calls from people all the time. They go, man, uh, we want to be promoters. Hey, we want to get your song on the radio. And I got to stop them, and I go, well, what radio are you talking about? Internet radio? What kind of radio? And they'll say, well, um, I got an Internet radio station, and I got uh, 62 listeners. And and I want to play your song, and I tell them, well, play it. That's 62 more than I had before you called. But the fact of the matter is, the only stations that really matter are the ones that report to Billboard magazine, you know? Right. Because those are the stations that are – because you want to – My thing is You want to be able to hear your music You want people to hear your music When they're sitting up at their job Typing Or in rush hour traffic Getting home You know And It's got to be out there In that way And that's the only way You're going to get the exposure To set up Legitimate tours and whatnot. I guess my point is If you're an artist out there It is really hard To go from nothing to something You know Nowadays Um because of that. Because AR now and radio record labels are really just, you know, other than their contact with mainstream radio, they can't really do nothing for you that you can't do for yourself. They could probably help you pay for, like, a music video, but they're going to want that money back as soon as you sell some units, uh, you know. <laughs> They might, I mean, there's a lot of things they might be able to do for you, man, but it's not like it used to be. You got signed with a record label. You could throw your hands up, go on there, let me know who's my assistant and how do we do this, you know? Right. (laughs) Now, man, you got to be the social meat manager. You You got to do it all, brother.
2: Yeah, don't forget, uh, Billy. Back in the day, too, the record label was actually the bank, and a lot of, and a lot of artists didn't realize that, and they ended up in situations because they were getting this these advances, true. and they'd go out and this blow these true. advances on this. tennis shoes, and then when it got come time to recoup the, the label, recoup, start recouping the money, then the artists have a problem because he forgot about all his tennis shoes he paid five hundred dollars a pair for.
3: That is exactly true, brother. That they, that that cannot be forgotten in this. And you know that ain't nothing free. And you know back in the day they used to act like it was free until it wasn't. <laughs> you know, so yeah, no, you're you're right there, man. I, you know it, it's 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 um, like I, said, I just take I take mostly umbrage with the fact that when you're coming at, up as an artist, the time that you Allowed to just think about being an artist has gotten more difficult through the years. You know, I mean, you got to be a social media manager. Look, I'm lucky. I say lucky because I spent a lot of years doing this, but I'm lucky in that I can make my own music. You know, if not, I'd have to go buy beats off the internet or some crap. You know, like, and if I couldn't, if I didn't know which ones to buy, then I guess I'm just ass out of luck. You know, um, but you got to be your own producer. You got to be your own social media manager. And if you're gonna get booked somewhere, guess what? You got to pick up your own damn phone and call the venue. And God help you if you tell them you're the artist. All of a sudden, you ain't shit. You ain't nothing. Thank <laughs>
2: you <know? laughs> absolutely. Because they look at they they looking at like if you're making these phone calls yourself, that's basically telling them that you haven't arrived yet.
3: That's exactly true. You call Bob's lounge and nightclub up and say, Hey look here, man. Uh my name is Billy Ray Rock and I got a single that's doing really well, man. I got X number of followers on my social media. And uh I would really love to go over and do a show for you guys. And I tell you what they'd say. first thing they'd say is, Billy Ray who? Oh Billy Ray Rock. Go, okay, so look here, man. Uh send let me give you an email address. Send your press packet. And if we're interested, we'll give you a call back. But if I oh, call man. that he- same club and said, "I'm JJ Entertainment, and I represent international recording artist Billy Ray Rock, and he's coming through your area, and I want to know if you guys be included on a in a tour stop for him," and they're going to go, "Billy Ray who? Billy Ray Rock. He's going to be coming through your area, and." And he's got SYZ followers. Now, I know that that's not impressive, but I can tell you this. He's got the, the number two song on iTunes, and he's got this song and that song and the other song. And he's just finished opening up for Lindy Kravitz. And so you guys want to do this or not? And the next question I'm is, what kind of money are you looking for? You know, so, and now you're doing the negotiating. And he doesn't right. want travel, does he? What else does he want? Does he want drinks? How I many is in his band? And oh, that night was this? Let me check and see if I got it available. I mean it's 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 a different story when you're not the artist calling, man. You know, and totally. um so I mean it's, it's 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 just it's 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 hard, you know, but it's not impossible. You know, that's why I, I laugh at some of these guys that say, when they say, hey, man, uh, you got to be honest. You got to do it the right way. You got to do it the honest way. Bullshit. You know, the time to be honest is when you get to the top of the mountain. Because now you ain't got no reason to lie. And come on now. Come on now.
2: <laughs> they just have to understand this is the music business, and it's not the music play. And I tell all exactly of the right. that all the time. This is the music business. It's not the music play. And you have to well, decide why, why are you into this business. Are you in this business to make music for yourself, or are you trying to eat? There's a difference. That's exactly true.
3: So, I mean, I try to look. When I talk to people, just I don't want people getting the wrong idea, man. When I, when I talk to people, well, first, of all, I don't call anybody anymore. I got manager that does that. But, you know, when, when I did talk to people before I got manager, and I would call and set up gigs, you know, I'd give them part of my name. So you got listeners out there that doing music. They can take some notes. So my name is Billy Ray. They say, who am I speaking to? And I tell them, you're speaking to Ray, you know. Oh, you're talking to you're talking to B. <laughs> and then they say, well, who are you calling for? I invented co- make up a company. I'm calling for Bob B.B. Entertainment, and I represent Billy Ray Rock. This is B. And this is what's going on with them. And I talked to him, talked to him, talked to him, after I got a gig. You know, I, I stuck an ad out there for a tour manager. I remember I had one ad up that said, it's a tour manager ad. It said, you want to get laid? And then underneath it would say, become a tour manager. Email me for details. So they shoot me an email. <laughs> and they'd say, yeah, man, what's this? I want to get laid stuff. They go, I'm looking for a tour manager. And if you could do this, man, there's plenty of women out there.
2: <laughs> wow, that's something. <laughs> so, hey, I'm lined up, ready go. to go. We're going to play some of your music, Billy, our listeners, because they probably saying, what are these guys talking about? We ain't heard no music yet. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody, look, if you just joined us, we chatting it up with Billy Ray Rock right here on I Am Indy. If you'd like to join the conversation, ask Billy Ray a question or whatever, what not, just press number one on your phone and let us know that that's what you want to do. Other than that, sit back and put your ears on some of this. Billy, we got a few songs. uh, What you want to put on them first? Time, Keep On, Don't Be Afraid, Dance With Me, Uh, Sunglass at the Night. We're going to leave uh, Get the Funk for the last one, if that's all right with you. Okay.
3: Let's do Time, Keep On, man, since I was just talking about that.
2: All right, everybody, this is Billy Ray with Time, Keep On. Let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this.
0: Okay, your girl Miss Dramaganza, hmm check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K-Bitty, check, check. You're listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah.
2: Yeah, we're back in the building with our guest today, Billy Ray Rock. Question, Question for me. you, Billy. Uh, Yo, your, your, your writing, when you do your songs, are you writing from uh, some scenario, experience, something where you went through? Um um, or you just hear a melody and then you start writing that way.
3: I tend to be a mood writer, man. I, I, I uh, I follow a lot of what Michael Jackson, uh, said, uh, in an interview years ago, he said that you got to let the song write itself. And so what I do, man, is I, I write typically for the mood that I'm in. for. So what I did time keep on, I was in a real somber kind of reflectionary kind of a mood. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, and uh, and then just started, you know, uh, writing from there. But but uh, so yeah, it's one of those kind of things, for me, man.
2: You know. Yeah, well, I guess it, I guess I guess that's actually what end up resonating with the listeners when you do uh, write from uh, the mood or the feeling, you know, because somebody else somewhere having a uh, similar feeling. I guess that's what I'm trying to say.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I figured if I feel a certain way, there's other people out there who probably feel the same way, you know. But, I mean, I, when I write songs, the worst thing you could do as a songwriter, honestly, I believe, is worry about how many people are going to identify with it and try to understand that no matter what it is that you're writing about, there's somebody out there that's just like you, you know. Like, I often hear people say, for example... My family is crazy, you know, we should have our own reality show. Um, and what I always try to say to people is that as crazy as you think your family is, there's other families out there just like them. And they're not any more or less entertaining than you are. You think you're special, you're not. Everybody, there's a lot of people out there just like you, you know. And I feel that way when it comes to writing songs. No matter what song I write, there's people out there that's going through the same things and having the same thoughts for them. Like, I listen to some of those old Phil Collins songs, like specifically the one, uh, That's All, you know? And, man, I, I feel like he was following me around when he wrote that song, you know? And, you know, and and there's many other songs like that. Hello, Lionel Richie is another classic that, you know, I, I was like, man, I've I, I, I been there with the girl. Like, I, I can go on and on and on with these different songs. So when I write songs, I think to myself, for well, somebody is out there going, man, this guy's really captured what I'm thinking right now,
2: you know? Yes, that is so, so true. People definitely have their favorite songs, too, that uh, take them back to a point in time in their life when they was going through whatever experience they may be going through at that time. Absolutely. That's, that's their song. So what's about what about Dance With Me, Billy? Well, I did Dance
3: With Me, man. I just did a couple other rock songs, and I was really wanting to just do like an easy-going kind of a dance groove song. And um, if I put the groove together. But then after I did it, a lot of my songs, the titles are kind of an homage to the 80s. Uh, for example, Dance With Me is... The title song, or the title of a song, for one of my you know musical heroes, Rick James, and he uh, he had an album called Throwin' Down, and Dance with Me was a song off of there. Um, now Dance with Me don't sound nothing like Rick James, but I got the title from it. And since I thought figure figured well, I'm gonna go on into the '80s, uh, let me do a couple of you know references, and of course I threw the Red Red Wine part at the end. Is uh, from the '80s group, and it was just kind of a you know kind of a throwback, just kind of a groove. I love doing it, man. I, you know, I, I uh, the video was a lot of fun to do. I think the video won an award of some sort. I, uh, I have a hard time keeping track sometimes I get so many. Yeah, you know, the video to dance with me um, won an award, and so I, you know I try to, you know, do stuff. Yeah, I try not to be too obvious with these songs that I do, and certainly with Dance With Me, was one of them songs that after I did it, I thought to myself, you know, after I did it, I thought to myself, you know, uh, you know I
2: don't know if people are going to like this or hate it,
3: and as it turns out, am fond of it, so it worked out.
2: Okay, well, we're going to let them put their ears on this one. Everybody, this is Billy Ray with uh, Dance With Me. And you know the drill. Let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this. It's Mr. Billy Ray Rock with Dance With Me.
1: What's up? Billy Ray, what you doing? do, do this. Like I mean stop it, man. when I'm trying to get you out of here. Get your cup of pum-pom bottles looking hot, but the first to the dance, gonna so show you Do how you wanna there. dance Dance with me Do you wanna dance? Cook with me Do you wanna dance? Dance with me Do you wanna dance? Cook with me Do you wanna
4: dance?
1: dance
2: he owed
3: me. <laughs> I don't owe you any money.
2: You think I owe you
3: money?
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, no, That's black ass. <laughs> Yeah, boy. He, le- he-, he <laughs> left out of me with a debt not paid, but it's all good, though. He gave me a lesson. You know, they say the lessons you pay for are the ones you remember. Ain't <laughs> that the truth?
3: Hey, by the way, man, I just looked it up. Uh, Dance with Me won the best video at the Couch Film Festival for the fall of 2020. All right, congratulations! That was a video. Man, that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, best music video, man. I was trying to find out what the hell did it win, but uh, yeah, man. So I'm glad you dig it, man. Yeah, I love that song. It's good that stuff.
2: Yes, def- definitely good stuff. Good stuff, man.
3: Is that on your? Is that on your new album? Yes, it is, man. Uh, Dance with me is on there. Time keeps on, um, uh, and uh, just all of them. Don't be afraid, all of them.
2: Okay. Well, we did. You said everything, but the title of the album. Bad news. Bad news. That out. Yeah. Bad yeah, news. Wanted you to get the title of the album out there So they can definitely go out Well absolutely
3: it. man No it's called Bad News And I named the Bad News the album man Because I felt like You know When I was trying to get up Get some attention Get some people to pay attention to what I was doing I felt like everywhere I looked It was bad news You know, you know Constant reject letters You know some of these management companies Act like they ain't got time for me you know, oh I'm sorry we're not taking on any clients. Oh I'm sorry, we just uh uh you're not really what we're looking for to add to our roster, you know. Everybody had some kind of uh some kind of something that they want to say,
2: you know. But uh yeah. you know You know, I had mentioned one I had mentioned I had mentioned once on one of my last shows not too long ago that I find out the problem is a lot of these people that are de- uh decision makers and and those type places don't really come from music man they come from business so they were grandfathered into the company but they're not musicians they're not singers uh they actually really know very much very little should I say about the music
3: that's very true, man. And you know what I what I don't like about that, that you having said that is that, you know, back in the day, people would actually believe in somebody. You know, whatever happened. To yeah. That. You, know, you get people out there now that don't got a background in music, much like what you just said, and they're just numbers people, exactly. and they don't they don't believe in people the way people used to. Nowadays, I, I one guy tell me he said. I want you to get back to me when you've gone platinum and we might be able to talk. And I thought, you know <laughs> when I've gone platinum. What? Yeah. If I go platinum, I won't need to talk to you. So I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me. You know, everybody wants, you know, what's that old story, nobody wants to go to get the ingredients, but everybody wants to eat the bread, you know. Right. So, I mean, so that's, you know.
2: Well, this this business, I can tell everybody and every artist out there. Listen, this business is not really meant for everybody. You know, you definitely got to know what you're doing, why you're doing, and keep your head to the sky. Because everybody's not gonna like what you're doing, and and everybody's not gonna dislike what you're doing. That's very
3: true, man. And, you know, you just got to enjoy doing it. I-, I love what I do, man. I love making music. Like, we My next single is going to be our br- I'm bringing, back, uh, bringing rock back. Um, and I'm in the middle right now doing a remix where I'm going to throw a, just a kick-ass rock guitar solo on it and you just do some things to it, man. I, I just enjoy doing it, man. I just did a video, uh, the final draft to the full-length video of that song. I got another song called uh, "A walk, walk to Walk" uh, that, I, that that's gonna be dropping. Uh, it's, I just you know, I love doing what I'm doing. I, I, it's being look. I feel like this man. People get into music for two reasons. One or two reasons. They're either good for
2: the money or loving the game.
3: Love of the game.
2: That's it. Now. I want to pick cotton. Exactly. Which
3: <laughs> can be a combination of both. You know what I mean? I mean, yes, sir. you could, you, you look. Like if you love the you, like, when a guy tries to get up in the music, is music a love of the game? I'm sorry, I say a musical love of the game. It's either love of the game or money. Okay, those are your two reasons. Okay, now I'm in this for love of the game. Now ain't nobody like doing it for free, so I guess you could say money too. But when you get into it, you get in it for both. But once you get to well, you got millions of dollars. Now you're not in it for the money anymore. Now you're in it because of the love of the game, right. you know? And the love of the game, more than what I mean by that, autographs, for some people that means girls. Other people it just means attention. It means prestige. It means when you're out the mall, everybody gather around, you want to do selfies, that kind of thing. So everybody has their own definition of love of the game. But money is what it is. And so I feel like when I do this, man, I do it because the love of the game. If you're a musician and you do this, It's because you love doing it. You don't want to do it for free, obviously, but the reason why you do it, what drives you, is the fact you love creating. You know what I mean? So that's how I feel about
2: it, you know? I love the fact that knowing when my life is over, I did something more than stepping on ants every day.
3: Absolutely.
2: No question about it, brother. If they can play my music 100 years, 1,000 years after I'm gone and know that my life did something. No yes, sir. Listen, we're gonna try to sneak some more of your music in here, Billy. You know the climb, the time is always flying when you're having fun with somebody, man, and I wanna get the rest of these songs in here. Um let me see. Sunglasses at night. And then we're gonna hit well, sunglass- the phone. Well sunglasses at night. I'm gonna
3: tell you what I love about that song. I was able to accomplish a few things on this song that very few people have been able to do. And I'll tell you what they are. I was able to accomplish putting together... putting together... a dance song, okay? With R&B vocals, okay? But also... I got some, if you understand trap music, I got some trap beats in it. And then on top of all of that, I was able to infuse some truly old-school references. And on top of all of that, I was able to talk on the song. It's really difficult to talk on a song now. It's I've lot work. Nobody really does that anymore, where you're actually talking. I think the last song that that I've seen somebody talk on successfully is there's an old uh, Parliament song, Make My punk Funk a Pea Funk. I Wants to Get Funked Up, Um, where George Clinton, I think it is, is doing a bunch of talking. It's incredibly difficult to talk on a song and keep people's attention, and not so much just on any song, on a dance song, where you're not rapping, you're just talking not screaming, so the, the the fact that I was able to pull all those off in three and a half minutes for me was an accomplishment, and I'm extremely proud of that song, and you know, you, you can play this at any college or anywhere, if you're not dancing, something's wrong with you.
2: <laughs> yeah, we got some, we definitely got some references, you mentioned Parliament Funkadelic and George Clinton, we got a new record coming out of one of his guys, like Gene Poo Poo Man, that was with George for 28 years. We have a new record coming out on him at the end of the week, but uh, yeah, those cool. are my friends. So you definitely got well, nice. some good references there.
4: Nice, but everybody, nice, this nice.
2: is Billy, Billy Ray, right here, Sunglass at Night, y'all. So put your ears on this one.
1: Hmm. A lot of people here. I still return the light down a little bit. And that way, with my sunglasses on, I can see real well. I'm with my sunglasses at night. I can see in the dark with no light. Like a dog, I bark, but I bite. Come so on and take this ride. See in the dark, I'm seeing you. On the cool. up, I'm a so I can see, I said make the lights darker so I can see, see. now give me my sunglasses, check this out, oh well, cool, Somebody give me a mirror, yo Morris, what time is it, somebody give me a mirror, chop it out, chop it out,
2: the funk in because we definitely want to get that one in absolutely man
3: no i love, uh,
2: go ahead i'm sorry
3: i was just going to say the idea that yeah, did, uh, get the funk get the funk's an interesting song man uh basically that song kind of came up by accident you know um i was putting my album together and it dawned on me i hadn't done any music or any songs So my brother who plays sax was the reason why i even gotten into music so I thought to myself, I'm going to put a song together where he can do something on. I put the song together, and the thing is, I, he's real deep into his faith. And so I wanted to make sure, I don't do any cussing and swearing on my songs anyways, but I wanted to make sure that I didn't get into a bunch you know, smoking weed and those types of things on the song. Right. So I said, well, what I need to do then, if I'm going to do a song with him on it, I need to do some old school funk. You know, just some gritty, old-school, mud-bone, uh, you know, Ike and Tina Turner funk, <laughs> if you will. And so I basically came up with the song. Now, little did I know that my brother uh, had a stroke not that long ago. He's still alive, but he had a stroke some time ago. And so his whole skill set on... The socks has diminished, you know, um, but he still plays. So I called him up and said, look, this is what's going on. I'd feel like an, an honor if you could just be on this. And he lives, I don't know, a thousand or so miles away from me, which is another challenge. So he had, I had to do the song, send it to him, outline the part where the solo would happen, have him send it back. A lot of back and forth, you know, um, but we were able to put it together, and then, of course, once we got the song together, it came time to put the video together. So now, I can't get on a plane. The old pandemic thing's going on. So we're at the green screen, and then it's just a journey putting this whole thing together. And then it all gets put together, and now all of a sudden I hear that it's the number two song in R&B charts and the iTunes out there in South Africa, and it's like number three in the U.K., and, and uh, it's having all kinds of success. People are loving the hell out of that song. Um and uh, I love it myself and I think it's a solid track. I I love uh, singing it and uh, you know I felt very lucky to have gotten them on there. You know
2: before uh, you know while people are still alive. You know ain't nobody getting no younger. You know that's for sure, for sure. Everybody, you know the drill. Let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ear on this Billy Ray rock. Get the funk.
1: Get the phone. What you talking about, Then you gotta give it up. Get the phone. Then you gotta give it up. Get the phone. Then you gotta give it up. Get the phone. Then you gotta give it up. That ain't nothing but a party. We don't need the police. We ain't smoking that naughty. Uh. Uh. But you can kiss on me. Take it back to the old school Whoa. For pills and meth oh, We're gonna come to some block party And we're about to get let You don't you know, know about Can your compunction change the ground Then you ain't tell, uh. 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 tell me who Roger is the rich uh. change uh. So I'm down Every time I Yeah, it's on my bed uh. We don't care Cause uh. we be here to do this Just, just let me be clear Oh,
4: uh-huh.
1: Got nothing to lose, showing up late about a quarter to two In the PIP, with the who's who's You heard part of this clip, don't cruise through Let's go, Count the Roscoe, the chicken spot You can ask somebody about the funk we got It's like Bruno Mars, Meet Gilly Ross, I heard take you back when slave was hot, when parliament... Big bro, him uh, some phone now? Freddie, give him a little uh, uh, bit If uh, you want to be give him now? give him a little bit the phone,
2: Y'all, Billy Ray Rock. Billy, we went a few minutes over, man, but we just want to definitely get that song in, man. Tell our listeners where they can go get you at quickly, man.
3: You can get me on my website, BillyRayRock.com. You can catch me on all forms and social media, Billy Ray Rock, and the number one YouTube, Billy Ray Rock. Uh, just got my domain name there. Uh, subscribe, check out my videos, all that. You can also find me on Facebook at Billy Ray Rock and one, but you want to spell out the letter, the word one, O-N-E. Go to my website, sign up, become a real rocker. That's what I call all my fans. And uh, check me out, man. I'm around.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I really appreciate you taking time out to come through tech, chop it up with us, man. And and uh, please know you're welcome come back through anytime, anytime, man. We'd love to hear the rest of your music, man. And, um continue great success, which I know you're gonna have plenty of it, man. Love your personality and attitude, man, and the realness, man. So just keep doing what you do. Appreciate doing. it,
3: brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you all for listening.
2: You st- and you stay self out there. And for those that just joined us late, uh you could hear this entire show everywhere. All the platforms. You have no excuse. And if you have a little trouble finding it, don't forget, you know, ask your mama to ask your daddy to ask the neighbor across the street and ask the milkman or the guy at the gas station. So it ain't no excuse for you not to hear the show. All right? And see you next week, same time, 2 p.m. PSD. Much love to all you guys, and be safe.